Hello, and welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast. Today, we are going to dive into the habits, mindsets, and strategies that empower women to thrive in all aspects of their lives. In today's episode, we're exploring 13 habits that differentiate successful women, insights and practices that can inspire you and your journey towards success. Whether you are a career-driven professional, an inspired entrepreneur, or simpler seeking personal growth, I am sure that these habits are going to offer valuable lessons and inspiration. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. So we are back to our regular format of the podcast. I'm really curious on how did you like the last series on the Roadmap to Accountability, where we took a different approach to the podcast and we broke it down into multiple short episodes versus this a little bit longer kind of episodes. But today we're back to our original format. And what I want to share with you is 13 Habits of Successful Women. And let me share a little bit of the background of this episode. See, for the last 20 years, I have been looking, searching for role models in my life, both in my career and in my personal life, in my personal growth journey. I have been mostly surrounded by men in the working environment, especially at the beginning of my career. And I always was curious of what successful women were doing. I was constantly looking for those role models. First of all, to prove to myself that it was possible, that I could too be successful. And let me make a pause here. My definition of success, my personal definition of success has changed over those 20 years. And I'm sure that my definition of success is different than yours because we all have our own vision for success. But what I'll tell you is that regardless of how my personal vision of success has changed, these things that I'm going to share with you, I think are enablers for all of them. And I hope that they inspire you as well in your own journey to achieve your version of success. So over the 20 years, I've been looking for role models. I have approached multiple women, interview them, having not really an interview, but more like a get to know conversation, exploration, learning kind of connection. Uh, at the beginning, I was very shy and I thought, who's going to want to talk to me? And the first women that I approach and ask, 
hey, I really admire you because I see you're doing this and that. And I would love to talk to you and I would love for you to become my mentor. And she said, yes. And I have to confess that since that time, that instance, every woman that I have approached to ask the same has never said no. So I'm super grateful because along my career, along my life, I have great role models, great mentors, great sponsors, great coaches, you name it, both women and men. But today we're talking about women, and I'm sure that a lot of these habits apply to men as well, but I specifically are consolidating my thoughts on all these successful women that I have met over the last 20 years. See, one thing that I love to do is to look for patterns, look for, yeah, patterns. That's the right word that I'm looking for. And these 13 habits are those patterns that I have identified across all the women that I had had the opportunity to meet along my journey and um, to learn from. So, Let's let's dig into today's episode. Successful women know the power of setting clear, actionable goals. That is habit number one, setting clear goals. They take the time to define their vision and they break it down into achievable steps, allowing them to stay focused and motivated despite all the distractions and all the challenges that come with life. I think that is one thing that I had found all these women had in common. They all talk to me about their goals and they have this clarity. I think the key here is the clarity, right? It's not about just having goals. It's about having the clarity of what success looks like, of what they're pursuing, what they want to achieve. They all had that and they all knew what their goals were, right? There wasn't a hesitation around what is that they're pursuing or what success looks like or what their goals are. The second thing And this was surprising to me at the beginning of my career because I was a workaholic. I I truly was. And many people have talked to me and told me about the importance of prioritizing self-care. And it was, it wasn't resonating with me. I thought I had to work hard and be a workaholic to be successful, but Reflecting back, I see this as a pattern. Self-care is non-negotiable for successful women. They prioritize their physical, their mental, and their emotional well-being, knowing that they can't pour from an empty cup, whether it is through regular exercise, mindful practices, or simply setting boundaries. Uh, But they all have incorporated and prioritized self-care, and it's a cornerstone of their success. And this one is one that, again, I heard so many times, and I didn't pay attention to it until years later. And now, boy, I do prioritize my self-care. 
every single day. It's been a huge lesson learned because when I take the time to fill up my cup, instead of running on an empty cup, I'm a better version of myself. I can pour into other people's cup because I have what to pour, right? I'm not empty. And I'm sure you have heard this many times. And I hope that this is one more time that helps to make it resonate with you. If you are like I was uh, 15, maybe years ago, 20, 15 years ago, that I was a true workaholic. Um, I did not, I thought that self-care was a waste of time. I thought that self-care was just slowing me, that it was a distraction. And it's a necessity, is a must. And you have to make it a must. That's something that I've learned from all of these role models and in my own experience. Habit number three, they cultivate resilience. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from setbacks and adversity. And successful women embody this trait wholeheartedly. They look at challenges as opportunities for growth, and they refuse to let failure define them. Instead, they persevere with grace and determination, knowing that every setback is a stepping stone toward success. This is another one that has resonated with me a lot. And I think this is one of my strengths today. Uh, But this one, it's one that it takes time to develop. At the beginning, you don't know. I, I think, I don't know. I think there are people that might be resilient from the very beginning of their lives. I think maybe because I have a growth mindset, that is something that you can develop and build. And the more that you get exposed to challenges, every challenge you get exposed is an opportunity to develop your resilience. That's how I look at it. And I've been fortunate to be exposed to a lot of challenges in my life, small and big, that have helped me build this resilience. And I keep cultivating it every single time because now I look at challenges differently. And when when I'm in the midst of the challenge, in the middle of it, in the thick of it, it feels a lot of times, most of the times, overwhelming and stressful, and it feels like it's the end of the world. Maybe you can relate to that, but it's in those moments that I remind myself of the importance of persevere with grace and determination through any challenge, because now I know that that challenge shall pass because all the other challenges that have come before have passed too. So I know there is an end to the tunnel, even if I don't see the light yet, but I know it's there and I keep going until I can see it. Okay, habit number four is that they seek continuous learning. Successful women are lifelong learners. They understand that knowledge and especially applied knowledge is power. And they actively seek for opportunities to expand their skills, their expertise, their perspectives, whether it is through books, through training, 
through networking, they're always hungry for growth and improvement. I think that's the key word. They're hungry for that growth and improvement. They never stop learning. They're never satisfied. They're always hungry for more. You know, I have to admit something. As I am going through this and I'm reflecting on all these things so far, so far, we are only number four, but I'm feeling pretty good because I think these are all things that I personally cultivate, all of these habits. I consider myself a lifelong learner. Like I am obsessed with personal development and personal growth, not only learning, but true growth, right? I've always have loved going to trainings. I always have loved, um, you know, pursuing formal education. Those are things that I've been passionate about. But over the years, it, it didn't stop there. It wasn't about going through a, to a training. It was about growth. It was about applying the things that I was learning and always hungry to be better, to do better, to show up better, to learn new things, to stay curious. Anyways, so far, I check all the boxes. And that makes me feel good. And I hope if you have checked at least one one box, you're feeling good. And if not, know that all these things are things that you can develop. But something tells me that if you're here, if you're a listener of the Leading Yourself podcast, you're checking a lot of the boxes as we go. Okay, let's move to number five. They build supportive networks. They surround themselves with like-minded individuals that have things in common, right? And I think that is a trait that is common among all the women that I have met along my career, my life, that I can call role models for me. They cultivate supportive networks of mentors, of peers, of friends who uplift and inspire them in their journey. And these connections provide them guidance They provide them encouragement and accountability along the way. You know, all these women that I met along the way, uh, both personally and professionally, they were part of some group. On the professional side, all of these women that I admire for being successful, they all are part of industry groups or peer groups or development groups, and on the personal side as well, whether it is mom circles or meetups or friend groups, but they all surround themselves with like-minded individuals. They have strong networks. They're always looking to grow their network and to add more people to to their network that are like-minded, right? People that they can learn from, that can be encouraged and inspired by, and they leverage their network, those groups, to hold them accountable in their journey to success. Okay, number six. This one puts a smile on my face, and you're going to know when I share it. They practice gratitude. Gratitude is a powerful practice that successful women incorporate in their daily lives. They take time to acknowledge and appreciate 
the blessings, big and small, that surround them. Cultivating an attitude of gratitude helps them stay grounded, optimistic, and resilient, even in the face of changes and challenges. You know, I this one puts a smile on my face because I started practicing gratitude, I would say, five years ago. So this is not something that I have had as a habit from early in my life or early in my career. Of course, I would I would practice gratitude in the form of prayer when I was a kid, um, growing Catholic, going to a Catholic school. I think gratitude is part of, it's embedded in prayer. But as an adult, um, pure form of gratitude, like I would, I would appreciate people. I, I think, you know, I always have tried to be intentional to say thank you and show my appreciation and my gratitude to people along my journey. But I never had a practice of gratitude like I have now, where every day in the mornings, as part of my morning routine, I write down five things that I'm grateful that happened in the last 24 hours. And that has been something that for me has been life-changing. And as I'm looking at my notes, like these are the patterns of women that I met over the last 20 years, yet I just started implementing that five years ago. But it's it was in front of me all the time. And that's where I think this is an expression that Tony Robbins uses, success leaves Success leaves clues. That, I think that's what he says. Success leaves clues. Meaning I have heard about it for the last 20 years. I have been meeting women that I admire, that are successful, that had shared this with me, right? Success was leaving clues. And I only put the pieces together five years ago and I started my own gratitude practice. And I'm so grateful that I did because it's life-changing. Okay, habit number seven, they embrace failure. Successful women are not afraid to fail. They understand that failure is an inevitable part of the journey towards success. And they embrace it as an opportunity for growth, for learning, instead of dwelling in their mistakes. They use them as fuel to propel themselves forward and to achieve even greater heights. This one is one I'm still working on. I have to be honest. There are times that I am afraid of failure. And there are times that I'm afraid of success too. Um, We all have our own fears. But one thing that I saw all these women have in common is, and I'm sure there are days that they did feel fear, but overall they understand that failure is an inevitable part of the journey if they want to get to success. There's going to be failure along the way. And for me, that is something that I try to acknowledge along the way. And I have failed so many times, so many times, right? And I'm I'm not, I'm okay being vulnerable and sharing because when I look back, 
I have learned more from my failures than I have from my successes. And I think this is the aha moment for me personally in my own journey that now reflecting on my conversations with all these mentors and all these role models, that's why, that's why they understood that failure was part of the journey. Okay, number eight, they practice assertiveness. This one might surprise you from the theme that we are seeing so far, but I had found that assertiveness is a key trait of successful women. They're not afraid to speak up, to set boundaries, to advocate for their needs and for their desires. By assertively asserting themselves, they command respect, they build confidence, and they create opportunities both for themselves and for others. Number nine, they manage time effectively. Time management is crucial for success. I don't care if you're a woman or a man. And the successful women that I have met along my journey, they all master time management. They prioritize tasks, they set deadlines, they are able to delegate responsibilities. They are ensuring that they make the most of every moment. They manage their time effectively and they're able to juggle multiple priorities without feeling overwhelmed or burnout. I think this is something we all aspire to. And those women that I have met again that are successful, they all have mastered this skill, time management. And I think this one, it's more and more important every day because it is more and more complicated and complex to manage our time. There's more information coming from everywhere. There's more inputs than there's ever been before. And it's, they're just growing, right? So managing our time effectively is an important skill for success. Habit number 10, they take calculated risk. Um, one thing that I have found is that all these women are not afraid of taking risk, but they do, they do it thoroughly and strategically. They're not just risk takers for the sake of taking risk, but they're thorough and strategic. They weight the potential rewards against the potential consequences. They're willing to step outside of their comfort zone to pursue their goals. And by taking calculated risk, they open themselves to new opportunities and experiences that can lead to greater success. You know, I, depending on the situation, I think we all have a different range of risk that we're willing to take. And one thing, looking back as I was reflecting and putting all these together from all my reflections from the last, again, 20 years, um, I think they all talked about risk. And I expressly ask about risk because there was a time of my life that I was risk adverse at the beginning of my career, especially. I think because 
I didn't have enough experience, right? So I couldn't relay on my gut feeling, on my intuition, on my experience because I, I didn't have it. I had not developed it yet. And all these women that I met all talked about this, that you need to continue to grow your intuition. And you do that by exposing yourself to different situations. Because every situation you get exposed to, every challenge that you overcome or that presents itself in your journey is going to help you develop this gut feeling, this intuition that is going to make it easier to take risk. But even then, it's important to be a strategic, to weigh the pros and cons without getting trapped in analysis paralysis and be willing to take risks because the higher the risk, the higher the reward. Okay, number 11, they practice self-compassion. Self-compassion is essential for success and successful women are kind and gentle with themselves, especially, especially in times of struggle or failure. They recognize that they're not only human, but they treat themselves the same way with the same kindness and the same understanding that they would to a friend. This one is one that I'm personally working on because I'm always tougher on myself than I am on others. My monologue or the dialogue with myself is always less kind and less understanding than the one that I had with a friend that might be going through the same challenge that I am. But these women, by practicing self-care, they cultivate resilience, self-worth, and inner peace. And this one, as I said, is one that as I was putting my thoughts together for today, and I went and looked at all notes. I have all these all notebooks where uh, I used to have these notebooks. And I don't know at what point I stopped doing this, but I had these notebooks from all these learning conversations or this get to know conversations or this mentoring relationships. I had notebooks that I used that only for that purpose. So, and I have kept them all over the years. So the other day, I pull them off and I start reading and that one, I, I, it made me travel back in time when I had the opportunity to work with, to talk to, to, to be inspired by all of these people, men and women. Um, I was just inspired and it inspired this podcast today. But when I was going through this, I'm like, I started to see this pattern of self-compassion and personally self-compassion is something that I'm working on right now. In fact, I have shared this with you before, but I see every year as a book with 12 chapters and 365 pages and chapter two of 2024 is called self-love. And for me, self-love is about self-compassion, is about being able to to be kind and gentle and offer yourself 
grace, especially in times of struggle. Okay, habit number 12, we're almost there. They embrace authenticity. Authenticity is the hallmark of successful women. They're true to themselves, their values, their passions. They refuse to conform to the social expectations or norms. They embrace their authentic selves. And by doing that, they inspire others to do the same and to create meaningful connections and to build trust and mutual respect by embracing their true selves. This is one as well that personally I'm working on. I think this is a journey, a lifelong journey of finding yourself and being yourself. And when I look back, I have gone through different stages of authenticity in my life and in my career. When I started my career, I was completely authentic. And maybe because I had some bad experiences, I faced some challenges because I was my authentic self. I started in my mind to be smarter, to try to read the unwritten rules in the workplace, try to understand what were the unwritten expectations. And I started to work hard to conform to those, right? And in that process, which I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that is a great skill and one that have served me really, really well. But in that process, I started to lose myself. I couldn't differentiate what was me trying to fit in and what was my authentic self. And today, I value authenticity so much in others and in myself. And that's why I love journaling. I love personal growth because it helps me to kind of unpeel an onion to discover my true self and be able to really stay true to my true self. Now, my true self is has evolved over the years, right? So it, that's why I say it's a constant journey because we're constantly evolving. But staying true to yourself, to your values, to your passions and and standing up for yourself in that way and showing up authentically, it's something that, one, I'm pursuing constantly, but two, I've been inspired to be authentic because the women that I deem successful are authentic. Last but not least, habit number three, they give uh, successful women are generous. They're philanthropic. They recognize the importance of giving back to their communities to support causes that causes that are meaningful to them, right? Whether it is through volunteering, whether it is through making supporting charity, whether it is through mentorship, they use their success as a platform to make a positive impact in the world around them. They're constantly giving back. And I would say there are different ways that you can give back, right? I think at any point in our journey, we can give back. Sometimes can be through our time. Sometimes can be by making donations. Sometimes can be 
by mentoring someone. There's so many ways. And you don't have to have achieved your ultimate success to be capable of giving back. One thing that I've learned, because I don't know if this thought has crossed your mind, but there was a time in my career, earlier on in my career, that I thought I was not worthy. I felt I was not worthy or ready to give back because I had so much to learn still. And because I'm a love lifelong learner and I always feel that I can always do better and I can always learn more, I never felt ready. But one thing that I have realized is that just like when you're in your journey, you look ahead and you see a lot of people that are ahead of you, that are your role models, that you get inspired by them, that you learn from them. Sometimes if you look back, you will see that there's people behind you that from their perspective, you are that person they're looking up to. It's not about being perfect. It's not about having arrived at a place in order to give back. It's about giving back at every stage of your journey because just like there's people ahead of you, there's always going to be people behind you that can use your help that can be inspired by you, that, God, are inspired by you even without you knowing. So there you have it. 13 habits that differentiate successful women. Whether you're just starting on, out on your journey or you're already well on your way, I hope that these insights have inspired and empower you to embrace your full potential, and create a life of success, and most importantly, of fulfillment. Remember, success is not defined by external achievements alone. Yes, those are important. We're all pursuing those achievements. True success, right, is defined by the journey of growth, the journey of resilience and authenticity. Once again, I hope this was inspiring. Until next time, keep shining your light. Keep empowering those around you. Have a fantastic week. And I will see you again here next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself Podcast.